This is Beyond the Fight. We are back in action after a long break, but I don't want to talk about where I've been. Today is more important with the guest I have. I have a legend that I have been chasing to get on the show since I had my last guest, Andrews Nakahara, big name in Brazil, Kyokushin. This is one of my most accomplished guests in MMA head coaching. He is one of Brazil's most ambitious and big up-and-comers. He's done head coaching with the Black Zillions, American top team, Brazilian top team, and is now trying to go and is now in the Muslim world of Pakistan and elsewhere in Asia, trying to build the scene up from the ground up with his ideas and philosophy. He is none other than the legend, Andre Benke, us legend. Welcome to the show. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for the introduces. I'm very, I'm very happy to be here. It's an honor to me to talk to you. And to your, your, your listeners. The pleasure is all mine. After my uh, conversation with Nakahara and when you reached out to me liking the photo and I realized that you were on the, uh, you were on the tough 21 with uh, Andrews and Usman. And I was like, Oh, I have to get this guy on the show. And we were talking back and forth and due to the timing and whatnot, but now we finally made it happen. So so what's it like in Pakistan right now, where you are, Andre? Tell the listeners uh, what, you do, what you're doing and uh, what the plan is, where you are currently. Okay, my brother. Here, the, we're still in a little bit lockdown. It's like a partial lockdown. They have a lockdown on the weekends and uh, must be social distance. No, not, not everything is still working. It's, it's still uh, uh, like shopping, uh, restaurants, uh, depend of the day, didn't, didn't open yet. You know, like the rest of the world, they, they are in lockdown. It's, it's a little bit hard at that time. Like, I come here, like, five months ago, arrive it, and then the lockdown's coming, man. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to build the, the MMA project prof, to professional fighters to Pakistan and, and uh, UFC gym. Is this is, UFC gym, this unity, is the biggest unity in all over the world. It's huge, huge, huge uh, uh, facility. But unhappily, what's happened here with the old lockdowns and everything, I couldn't do it. I only bring one of those, my coach, uh, my Cuban boxing coach. I couldn't bring him, but the other coach, I, they couldn't arrive it because the flight was, uh, was canceled. And, uh, and I got stuck a little bit here because after a month and a half, they uh, decide to make it the, prof, the, the, team, the pro team only next, next year. That's un- unhappily. Yes, this is we're not going to make this year only next year. That's amazing. I mean, the timing, yes, the timing it was, as you said, was in the end was the timing was off due to the whole pandemic. But the most positive thing is, is now you have the chance to really rebuild and look back and look into next year and how you're going to go about it. And you have a lot and we were talking about it. I don't want to take the, I don't want to say it. I think it's better you say, but uh, and we'll get to there. But. I want people to know who was Andre Benke before the MMA coach and Kyokushin uh, legend. My friend, like I'm very lucky. You know, I was in Rio de Janeiro and I uh, trained judo before I was uh, coming from judo. And then I need, I want to train, uh, you know, uh, striking. This is was I was with 17 years old saying I need to train in striking, but nothing like in fitting on me because, you know, you come from judo. Actually, my judo was a, was a jiu-jitsu before. Because it's like, like old style judo, no 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 rules. The ground game is possible at that time. It was uh, jujitsu and this judo we call ju- uh, Guanabara judo. It's uh, same rules of jujitsu at that time, and, uh, and I was like looking for something and get me better strike. And uh, I have 17 years old and looking for went to many places. Try try wushu, try uh, another karate styles didn't fit on me. And one day a friend of mine bring me to to a gym and he said no let's let's try kyokushin karate I said, kyokushin karate what is this no coming there you're gonna like it man when i saw the first time i fall in love i said oh my god this is the the style i i really like it you know in a training i, I was very lucky i i started to train to matsuru megumi sensei he is a, a black belt in uchidesha from oyama but at the time of oyama's karate that means uh mma karate you know 
and uh, he trained me uh, as a Uchidesha as well for a long time. He never likes the, he never likes, in Sao Paulo we have a, a amazing uh, uh, also karate fighters, but they are specialized in, um, in, the, in, in championships, no? Karate championships, like, uh, like uh, uh, Nakahara was. Yeah. And uh, also many, many good, great names on, on, on Sao Paulo. But in Rio, he was he always looking for man fight against people. He he doesn't care too much about championships, or he was looking for uh, getting better in MMA. You know, he was uh, passionate for MMA. My master was passionate for MMA, and I I will grow up like that. You know? But in time, you know, money is not on there. I must to to working. I stopped to to training with uh, 27 years old, and then I I built my my gym and. My gym was very good. Start to getting good money, and then I, I went back again to karate. I always support my 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 coach, and I start to get close to Carson Gracie. That's very interesting. So I like what you said there. So this is a two part question I have here. So the uh -huh. the sensei you had, Megumi Sensei, you said he was Kyokushin, but with MMA. So he was trying to bring Kyokushin and adapt it to MMA. And it's if I if I remember, long time before this happened. Long time before the people think about that on, on karate, he was already doing it because he's, he's from the time of Oyama's karate. Mm -hmm. You know, Oyama's karate is before Kyokushin. Oyama's first karate created the Oyama's karate, and this is, this is karate is for MMA. Remember, George Sampia has a coach. His first coach also come from the same background. That's very true. We have good, yes, we have very good relationship because that. Me and, and Sampia, all his crew, we have very good relation all the time in UFC just because we have the same mindset up, you know. Uh, our Kyokushin Karate is more for MMA than for competition. That's like he was. Also. That is so true. Like, and I'm so happy you mentioned that because I do Kyokushin too. I still do. Perhaps you, uh, you know, Naka knows my coach, uh, Mohamed Chik, one of Canada's uh, best heavyweight of this generation. Uh -huh. And even Mo uh -huh. says the same thing that you're saying, that Kyokushin goes very well in MMA, but not many people realize it until they try it out. Like, because a lot of the, a lot of fighters, Andre, they're going to do the typical Muay Thai Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which isn't bad, but yes. I feel with Kyokushin, you have that blitz in, blitz out that George St. Pierre has. Sure, sure. What a difference between uh, George Sampier Kyokushin and the competition Kyokushin Karate. Look, the competition create many like, uh, you know, like forms or they forget some forms. That's forget some forms. They're like, like when you step. That's the biggest difference of Sampier between Sampier and the other fighters. He can step 45 degrees very fast. And coming back for 45 degrees to the other direction very fast. That because he was not coming from wrestling, but he takes everybody down because he used the footwork of Kyokushin and wrestling, then destroy everybody. And this is man is the main is the main reason of Sampier was so good at striking and wrestling as well. And then became much more better in wrestling because people don't realize you can be shot by by angles like he do. He, he, for me, he's amazing, man. For me, he was a revolutionary fighter. Yes, he, he really is. He is, the, he is, he is definitely the definition of what a mixed martial artist should be and revolutionized the game, it, stressing the importance that, of nutrition, uh, conditioning, exactly. and being open-minded. He's the man. That, that's sure. Man, for me, he's the man. That's because, you know, and like in Kyokushin, you have this uh, two, like two lines. You no, know? you have the lines of a competition. You have the lines of MMA for for a long time, for for a back pass. You no, know, in the past. And uh, and after that, remember in Holland, they also training uh, Kyokushin in yes. Holland before kickboxing. All the big schools. All the big schools. You're you're, you're taking all the, all the ideas out of my mouth of here because no, it's Shall good. We? It's good actually because like you're, you're saying the yeah. most important thing because what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is to Brazil, Kyokushin is that to the Netherlands, right? Can we agree to that? 
Exactly. Same, same, exactly. Was a, l- l- let's say like this. What judo was for Brazilian mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu is kyokushin for kickboxing. Same thing, same thing. The judo went to Brazil and built and uh, the old-style judo. Then they built a BJJ base. Then the BJJ grow up, so of course, the changes, the changes didn't grow up, but the base is from judo, the old judo. And also, kyokushin is the base of uh, kickboxing in Holland. And the old and then the base is from that. From that, they change it for kickboxing, many things, but still a base on the style. There's still the base that's, on judo. That's still really amazing. I'm really happy you mentioned sure. that because <laughs> a lot of my listeners who are Kyokushin based, some of them want to try MMA. And it's so good that you're saying this because now that gives them the confidence knowing that they can use Kyokushin in an MMA scenario. And the other thing I wanted to ask you in this question is, you said you went to Carlson Gracie. So this is the Carlson Gracie, the one that had Vitor the Phenom Bell for, right? Yes, the Carlson Gracie, sir. Yes, yes. The, for me, is the best MMA coach in the history of that sport. His view, his understanding of MMA is far beyond today. Man, he's the man. He was the man. I will really uh, was blessed to new Master Carlson and stay close to him and uh, training his, his young generation, because uh, right after he broke cups with the Brazilian top team, and he broke cups and then with the Carson Grace team became a Brazilian top team, and he's, has, he had only the, the, the youngest uh, generation. And I, take, I took care of this youngest generation to him, because I, I have the gym, I put them over there, he, he left to, go to, to live with, with his son in, in, um, in Chicago, and he left. He let me all the, his own young kids, and then I trained them. And the old team name, name is Universo Atlético. The name of my gym, Universo Atlético, start in Brazil. Where, like everybody's from the old times, is was growing, 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 winning everything, and then stop it. It's because I was on on that team. I built that team, and uh, we had uh, Busca Pé, Milton Vieira, Paulo Filho, many big names. Uh, Alan Goss training there, uh, like big names at that time. And, but was like like what happens like that? Uh, the guy was with me there. He wants to go to another place, but I cannot go to another place because this is my my money maker, you know. And then we broke up. He let he left from uh, from Barra da Tijuca, another another neighborhood from Rio. And I'm staying in Botafogo, the neighborhood from my gym. And but he couldn't make it there. And all the fighters end up without team then i brought all this all these guys from the brazilian top team and when i brought them there they became the best fighters of a brazilian top team at that time at that time when they brought them there they are the best young prospects in brazil all of them buscape was uh, winning two times two titles in uh, in russia built uh, beating bad two uh, big names in russia milton vieira as well and uh, Paulo Filho and uh, for many others from there. Uh, uh, Alexandre Pequeno, seven times world champion in, in Shuto. Still one of those most uh, uh, decorated and um, who couldn't hold more time. The title That's really impressive. Now, and now, since you knew Carlson Gracie, the late Carlson Gracie, um, what was it like when you met him? And now, this was when Vitor... What, was this when Vitor was still with them or they had separated because? No, they were right, right of the separate because he needs, uh, he was, mm-hmm. uh, wants to change there. And he uh, invited me, my, my master, to train their, their fighters, but only in the kicks. He needs the, my master to train the kicks of them. Then I, I brought my master there. And we start to talk, and I saw he was needing everything. I said, oh, my, this is not, it's not a, the right concept for, for training. They, they didn't have the schedule. They, they didn't have nothing. Then I created the schedule. I, create, I, brought, I was the first one to, brought, uh, to, training, uh, to, to train MMA fighters in Brazil. It, because that, I have a very, you know, the, the arm triangle now, the anaconda and everything. Yeah, this, yes, that does make sense. What's great in my gym? That's anaconda. Gym. How? I put I, because in Brazil it was a very hard to train in luta livre, another grappling style, with yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You know, they are two grappling styles. They are big rivals, but the, I have friends for both sides. Then I brought them to my gym. I make them training together, and I make them training wrestling. 
Then they look in the, the relay of two points. They say, oh, I can submit using this. Then they start to try. Then one BJJ guy start to help to the, the way you get the shorts. And uh, Alexander Pequeno, the king of the guillotine, adjusted very tight the, 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 the choke. And that became anaconda choke, triangle choke, arm triangle. And we create inside of the gym of that time. And from then, we brought to Brazilian top team. And Brazilian top team, uh, Minotauro submit in Japan. And everybody knew because Minotauro submit. But we are submitting people way before that in, uh, in Japan, Russia, with this young kid. It's really good that you were sending... Yeah, it's really good that you were sending these uh, prospects and young kids to other parts of the world to open their eyes up. And where does that philosophy come from in Brazil? Because, you know, yeah, you know, there's the UFC, Andre, but if we're hardcore fans like you, myself and you and you being a head coach, what goes into your mind, like the philosophy to tell a kid like Buscafe to say, hey, you're going to Russia to to fight in the regional circuit. What is it that uh, that the Brazilians goes into the, the decision for Brazilians to, to do that with their prospects. Okay, let me get you the right point. Look, uh, most of these kids, they come from BJJ, okay? And BJJ at that time, they are not, look, BJJ is the more, most technical fight ever. And more technical in BJJ than any other fight. You know, this is a true. On the ground, they, have very, they are really technical. They, they need a little bit, little bit strength and little bit power. This is on his games. And what happened? All these kids has no condition. They have no good condition. What is the main power of Kyokushin? The strong condition. That's I brought to them. The concept of build the strong body to make the better fighter. Yeah. You understand me? I brought, I understand that. And when they understood that, they became much more dangerous. Not because when we went to Russia, they kicked them ass. <laughs> because <laughs> what happened is like in they are very tough. Always guys then they build beat them. But Busca is exactly the old has more condition than the Russians. Then he killed the Russians, and that's make the really difference. I'm sorry, what were you saying there? It cut out there, Andre, that Buscafe was beating Russians, and then what happened? Yeah, let me just, yeah, what, so, yeah I just cut it. Yeah, can okay. you hear me? It's okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, just a little connection, connection issue, but don't worry. So, it's okay? Yeah, yeah I can think it's me? good now. I think it's okay, perfect. Okay, what's up? What, when, when, it's good. Like I told There we go. Okay, yeah. So we have a little bit of a technical challenge here, but we're yes. So you were saying Welcome that yeah, <laughs> it's technology. You can never depend on it. In the end, like I work in that, yeah. I work in telecommunications, and every time a customer calls me, I, I have to tell them that the the technology is never perfect. So don't. So that's something you have to believe me. Especially in Pakistan, very difficult to take technology over here. But anyway, my brother. Keep like the way I, I was talking to you about. Yeah. Did, did you have, what what party did you part of? Uh, Buscafe. Busca, are you saying Buscafe went to Russia and then because of the conditioning with Kyokushin, he was really dominating in the circuit. Yeah, exactly. This was the difference. Like he has the mentality of Kyokushin Kaikarade, pushing hard your body to make yourself ready for any any situation. That's a big, I believe, on Kyokushin Karate. That has. This is a beautiful personality that because he's so good as a martial artist, because he was rising on the mind of the, the mindset of Kyokushin. For me, is the best way to training people. This, this, you know, doesn't matter where they come from. They must have accepted this condition and this and help on training. <laughs> You have to. They really have to understand what it's like to go into the championship yeah. rounds of a fight. So that's a really, that's a really good concept, and a lot of people I don't have, like that. Some... Yes, yes, brother. Look, I have some. Uh, uh, I did some research a couple years ago. I had the opportunity to train uh, Eric uh, in his home in Victoria. Yeah, man. 
many doctors and specialists in sport. Much better than America, brother. Had everything imagine about a condition to train the guy. And he was before out, always uh, have no no stamina to the fights and everything. Brought him to this camp over there with all this dog, and they got so crazy about it because the the routine I have, the circuit routine I have, created so higher. Uh, uh, intense in the body what they never saw before in any just to understand they have a, a wing gate test that means uh, this this is get the amount of stress you have in your body or you can hold in your body they made it in games this wing uh, wing gate test in all fighters from all different styles in the Olympic Games, wrestling, boxing, kick, uh, boxing, taekwondo, judo, all of them. Okay, they have this. This my fighters to there. My fighters was highest than anyone, anyone, anyone. And the main fighters uh, almost a double of the wrestling because the wrestling was the the biggest uh, uh, numbers on on the uh, count. Did you imagine that? It's like much more. They, the doctors and everything, oh my God, I never see this kind of numbers. Just to understand, when they do the circuit of training, is uh, six rounds of five minutes. Six rounds of five minutes, they produce the, the amount of uh, acetate. You know, the amount of acetate they, they produce around it. 35 to 40. That's just nuts. Of, uh, of, uh, this that, is crazy. That is... It, it's, it's just it, it is really crazy how that conditioning really plays a factor and it, it basically it's yes. it's like the more you do it it's you just you're more tolerant and mentally too you become stronger from it so when exactly. when you so now so and then you can perform exactly and then you can perform better and we've seen that with kyokushin guys that come into mma exactly. whether it's in bellator whether it's in ufc or asia they yes. really put on like they show that conditioning that they can withstand five rounds this is mentality mentality created on the training of kyokushin kai karate not just the technical training but also the psychological the the, the physical training of kyokushin this is a this is a big huge difference between kyokushin and the other sports for sure that's though so, from the base on kyokushin they come to me and I'm glad because I know they can push until they die. This is Fudoshi, you know, you call it Fudoshi in Kyokushin. Push yourself until beyond and beyond and beyond and the impossible. Very true. Yeah, always push the, the limit. The, there's no limits. It's only what you put on yourself. So how, so now during this time, you know, you met, you're, you're coaching the kids. How did you come in contact with uh, Nakahara? How did that happen? Uh, Nakahara was like that. Nakahara was Sao Paulo, no? Sao Paulo, my... Asked us to go to São Paulo to to watch championship. Um, uh, he needs he needs to go to São Paulo to to to, uh, to be. A... And I also like to go to watch my old friends. And I'm, I saw Nakahara was a kid before, like a kid. And I said, man, this kid's gonna be good. And time passed. Of course, I went to America Top Team and built the team American Top Team. This is. Like I, I got uh, my name on the on the spot because American Top Team. Then I leave American Top Team squad. I leave a hit squad as well. I was in Brazil. They invite me to the show, as this show is again Black Zillions. and they invite me to build the camp for the as we will compete on that show. And then they brought me from Brazil, and then I met Nakahara in Florida. I was very glad man to. He, he was uh, invited to be on that show and we trained together over there and we have a lot of chats about uh, and why his style didn't was adapted yet for MMA because it, it's it need to come back to the past you got the part some parts of, your, of the of the ground game of jiu-jitsu keep alive mm-hmm. But when you're coming back for 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 that part, 
judo, you're very good on the ground as well. That's happened with, also with the Kyokushin World Champions. When they dive back for the... Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear yes. me? And, uh, and Yes, I can hear you. And... All right. So, yeah, as you, yeah, here we go. Yeah, that's better. Okay. So, you were saying that Naka was good, but you felt that he had to go back to his roots, right? Yeah, go back to his roots and understand the things you need to do by to fight MMA. You know? And he was understanding that, but I, I didn't have time enough to come back to him. And because I was just made that, that camp, that show, and I lived for Europe right because they invited me there they got, gave me a good deal and then I went to to Germany for training the, the teams in Germany that's imp- that's impressive now I want to ask you with the with the Black Zillions you had the chance not only to coach Naka but you formed some very good relationships such as with guys like Buscape again you rekindled with Buscape you had Naka yeah. you had Vicente you had Vicente Luke the silent assassin Luke shout out to Vicente who Jason Jackson, he just won yesterday. Uh, yesterday night, it was very nice. Oh, he's a killer, man! I know one of my friends. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends had went to Florida. He went to uh, when it was called Hard Knocks, and he went to go uh, uh-huh. chill with, uh, not chill, but train with uh, Jackson. And he said, Jason Jackson, uh-huh. he said, is one of the most skilled fighters he's ever seen. He's super calm. Yes. Doesn't get nervous. Just loves. Just loves everything about fighting. Yeah, he loves, man. He's so funny guy. He's a good, very good guy. And we had a very good time as a team, you know. Kamaru Usman, him, um, uh, all of the guys, you know, like uh, Nakahara, uh, Buscape, Baby Monster. It was a very good team, you know, very good team of the show. Very underrated. It's one of my fa- It's one of the only seasons I actually followed. Because this is when I actually got into MMA, ironically, Andre. I was more into ice hockey before, maybe some boxing. But this was like the season. It was right after John Jones had fought Daniel Cormier the first time. And I started following slowly yeah. this season of Ultimate Fighter. And then I really got into MMA the- with uh, UFC 189. Man, you know, you know funny for this, for this time, it was like I had bad relationship with American Top Team for a long time. Because I had my... You know, I had my point of view. I left the team because I had my point of view. And uh, they didn't change. And then I, because the fighters, I say, no, no, this is not right. Then I, then I And uh, for a long time, we didn't have a good relationship. No? To coach some, some fighters against them, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. But then my former fighters from America Top Team, because they was in the Black Series, they convinced me to go. Then I went to train them. And during the show, we are 6-0 against them. 6-0. Imagine, we, we are supposed to lose because they make all the shows to the top team looking good. They, uh, the, the fighters of American top team, they are much more experienced than the Black Zillians. But uh, then we just smashed them for 6-0 in the first, for the first six fights. And uh, people come to interview me to talk about Dan Lambert because it was a very big issue between, between Dan Lambert and, uh, and uh, uh, Glenn. Glenn, no? Yeah. Was bo- both are in, in fights all the time. And uh, people suppose I'm going to say some bad things about Dan, but how I can say something bad about Dan Lambert, bro? He was the guy to build the whole sport in America. Today, UFC is because Dan Lambert. That's yeah. the truth. You can't like, deny I- it. Well, true, yeah. and I love my sport. They say bullshit, you know. I say no, no. Dan Lambert was the most important guy in the history of that sport because, because him, because I was there. He supported the whole entire uh, uh, boxing commissions for all over the states, man. Today, today build their own uh, space to MMA, and also all the. He supported all the small shows around the mm-hmm. uh, around the America from both coasts, from coast to coast. He was the man very important. And he also, for UFC, he was the guy to bought UFC first and then they give to, to Dana White and, and, and to the to the Fertitas brother. He was, the for me, he's the truly responsible for the MMA be big today was a Dan Lambert. Yes. So much money he invests on sports. Yes, I, I think I of it. Bad... But 
I cannot say I cannot say the, the, the lie for, for, for people. No man, I must say the truth. He was the most important guy. And I, and he listened to that and he comes to me and say, you know why? Hey crazy old man, we are old school and now we are good friends again. Very good friends. That's awesome. And I, I'm I'm a very uh yes, I'm very happy to that because uh, I always loved Dan, you know, because because what he did for sport. And we had a, a misunderstood for, for a long time. And after that, we became very good friends. And uh, he wrote me a letter, man. It was like, you know, this is more for me than more than anything. He loved my work. Important to me. He's a very, uh, and a very important for that sport. I, I, not just me, but all sports of MMA owns him a lot. I'm, I'm really happy that you really resolved that. Because not only that, he's a mentor for like guys like you. Who are building gyms now, as we see as a head as a head coach in North America, and he's the pioneer example. He put so much money into American Top Team, and it was supposed yeah. to fail. He 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 was like yes, he was behind on credit payments probably because of all the money put in to make this a success. Yes, yes, man. He lose a lot of money to make this success. He is the man, man. Look, look, what he did for the sport, nobody can say. Nothing. Everybody must bounce. To him because he is the and everybody in your seat all dancing to him because he's the man of the sport mm-hmm. important the sport i want to about so, what he did for the sport it's it, very true i want to ask you about vitor belfort because this is he's one of my he's actually my favorite brazilian fighter what i like about vitor andre and this might sound a bit controversial is that Vitor speaks fluent English, and I feel that's what makes him very likable. Do you feel when a fighter from Brazil comes to America, yes, there's a language barrier where they have trouble learning English, but do you think they should look to yeah. Vitor to very say, like, fun. hey, if you want to be like a star, you have to be like Vitor? Do you feel this the Brazilian fighters could learn English maybe by following the Vitor example? Yes, brother. For me, it's very important. If I like for all fighters I train, I say to them right away, guys, go to the English. You guys need to learn English. You must to express yourself. Look, you know, the respect of uh, all champions like uh, Jose Aldo and even uh, 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 even uh, Anderson Silva, you know, he's amazing guy, unbelievable guy. But for a long time, he is. He doesn't want to speak English. He knows how to speak English, but he doesn't want to speak English. And for that, he got so many, uh, uh, like, uh, compare with the uh, hype, you know? That's because for the, uh, the language barrier. And for me, it's very important to speak English. Very important. You must, too, you know? This is a, for express yourself, for selling yourself. You're a product, you know? You're just like, not just an athlete, but also a product. You must sell yourself. To make money, you know, and this is uh, the, all the time when I make camps for Brazilian guys, I put as a priority they. they that's really English. good. That's that's that is true. But can I can I say something about Vitor? Was a uh, and, and that's impressed me a lot. This is for me is the most most impressive things on Vitor was this. Look, he training of uh, Pedro Diaz, uh, uh, Cuban boxing coach. He training box and man for. Anyone who learn Kyoshin or Cuban boxing, it's very hard today to you move in power. It's very difficult. You must train a lot. Yeah, it, it was cutting. It was cutting out there what you were saying about Cuban boxing. You, so what? Let's uh, yeah. just like. Yeah, let's just wait till. Let's just go to uh, make sure you're. Let's, let's make sure you're in an area where there's good signal. So, yeah. Yes, uh, man. This is a problem here. Is uh, like okay, that's good. Perfect. Yeah, but we're progressing. So just to say, yeah, like the you, problem you, is the internet has gone up and down. This is a terrible. Man, I, terrible I can see why you want to return back to Brazil or go to San Francisco, where uh, it's yes. much better. But uh, but look. As you were saying, yeah. Vitor did something that was, you said, he was, you were saying that he had Kyokushin with him because he had a relationship with Naka, and he took Cuban boxing. And you feel that mix really served him well as a fighter? Man, for me, it's the best mix. Look, what's, what's happened with Kyokushin? How, how was creating Kyokushin Karate? Was Oyama 
as a guy who learned uh, Shotokan of karate, but he was not uh, enough for him. He may say he wants to change it. Then he travels all over the world, especially he went to, to Kazakhstan, and he learns an old style in Kazakhstan. This old style of fights, I forgot the name now, but this old style of fight, he learns that, and he puts in his game, together with, uh, with uh, also uh, Mutai a little bit, because of low kicks, it comes low kicks, and he starts to create the Kyokushin Karate, the base of Kyokushin Karate. He goes to Kazakh, one of those elements was in Kazakh, then he comes back to, to Japan. Okay, Kazakhstan, with this style, also uh, went to Russia, and Olinks, because the, uh, it's mm-hmm. a part of the Russia, Kazakhstan. Then they use it. The Russian saw the hands of the people and said, man, this is, can be used in a boxing. Then they took off the, the, the kicks, and they only used the hands. And they create, they create, they bring this style to Russia to train the Russian fighters. Then they create the Russian-style fight. But it was not Russian style. It's a Kazakhstan who changed from Russia, and then from Russia, go to Cuba, who changed a little bit also American boxing and mix a little bit. The footwork is the same. The footwork, yes, we... they put angles, 45 degrees. You get move all the time, coming from this style to Kyokushin for one side, and for the other side, come from this style to boxing in Russia and became the Olympic style of boxing in Russia and Cuba. When you mix Kyokushin, with a Cuban box style. Yes. You have that's really good. That's really good. And that's what I. Yes. And, it. you know, that's what. It's a, it's a, it's it's a, a matter, matter, of the matter of mix. Yes. And I'm really glad you mentioned that because I want all the Kyokushin practitioners that listen to the show to hear what you said about Vitor doing that example. But the history of Oyama going from Japan to Kazakhstan to elsewhere in Asia and then to America to come back to finally say, okay, this is Kyokushin. And. Yeah. That's important. So the other thing I want to ask is, what are you doing now? Like, what's the plan? So this is something I wanted to bring up because I want you to to really, I want to give you this platform to really talk about your uh, plans in Pakistan and then what you want to do when you come back to the West. Okay, what's happened here was like the plans was uh, to build the fighters here in Pakistan and to build the MMA pros fighters here in Pakistan. Have a, a, a huge, huge project here. But unhappily, they postponed to next year. Then I cannot wait because I have some fighters they want to train right now and they are in, in the top of food chain in Brazil, in America, and also in, the, in Europe. And they need a training, they need a camp. You know, they are supposed to come here, but now they cannot. And I got the invitation from uh, San Francisco. Uh, old friend of mine, old fighter from 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 me. I, I trained him. Also, he was in the show. Look, before the show, we had uh, twelve fighters. Then we cut to only eight. One of those twelve fighters is Junior Killer, Brazilian guy. He is the guy who's invite me now for for uh, for the show. For sorry, for this project in San Francisco. He has a gym over there, and they looking for loud build an MMA team, a strong MMA team, and, and uh, uh, have fighters all, all over the world to mix it up, to, to, to create it, the, the, the strong base on, 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 uh, on MMA. And important, Junior Killer was training in Brazil for a guy who also trained Kyokushin. And also, is, uh, his name is Evilazo Feitosa. He, he lives in Sao Paulo, close to the, to the uh, Kyokushin Matriz. And he trained there many times, and he adapted as the Dutch people did. He did as by himself. He adapted Kyokushin with boxing, and he created his style. He represents this style. And also, he also trained with the Babu, Mauricio Babu. Mauricio Babu was the responsible for a K1 tournament, uh, training center in Japan. He is a Kyokushin karate uh, champion. Uh, he was also partner of uh, Francisco Filho all the time. He was... Uh, is a sparring partner of Francisco Filho, and he trained many guys like Ray Sefu, uh, like uh, Peter Arts, like uh, uh, Glober Freitosa, all the big names on, on, on K1 and come from Kyokushin as well. He trained in Japan, and this junior killer trained with him as well. Then he got that base, you know. I have very lucky, I have the Kyokushin base with him, 
over there already ready for me. That's really amazing. I really love the plans, what you're doing. You have it all mapped out. I feel like it's just a matter of you taking every day to apply what you've done and make and increase it to the next day. The other thing I want is I wanted to add there, but I didn't want, I did not want to interrupt was he said, Globe Fetosa. And I have a funny story for you. So we all know that Francisco Fijo and Feitosa are legends in the Brazilian Kyokushin scene. So my yeah. coach, good kids. Yeah, so my coach, get this. So my coach went for represented Canada and was supposed to fight Globe Feitosa. They were on the same bus together. And then, you know, you know how the brackets work where like they might make a last change, right? So Globe was in this kind of the same bracket as my coach. But then a last-minute change happened, and it never happened. And my coach to this day says, it's like, I wish I could have fought him because he's like, he's like I, I knew he's like, I could have learned so much from, uh, from Globe, just from who he is. Yeah, Globe is an amazing guy. Also nice person. Super humble. And he's got that. You know what I love about his style? It's not a typical Kyokushin style. It's a very unorthodox, awkward style, but it's effective. Like the way he yeah. throws that Brazilian kick, the question mark kick, it's art. Can can I tell a story about uh, about Glover? May, uh, many people don't know that. Do you remember who beat uh, 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 Lioto Machida? Lioto Machida. Because Lioto Machida was beating everybody with mm -hmm. Shotokan style, and he was unbeatable. And then one guy come and beat him. Shogun. That's it. Yeah. Shogun. Yes, Shogun. How Shogun beat him? Shogun was training with Glover Fertosa. And you know, everybody knows Kyokushin was famous because the, they defeated Shotoka in Japan. Why? Low kicks. When you have low kicks and you combine with punch, especially inside low kicks, the Shotoka cannot move with defense because you, take, you took his defense. That's the way of Kyokushin destroy the style of uh, uh, Shotoka in Japan. And that's the way Glover teach Shogun to destroy the style of Lyoto on that fight. It was amazing. Just like, people didn't know that, but he was, uh, he, uh, Shogun was training with uh, Glover because Glover changed. Uh, he, he, at that time, he moves to, to Curitiba and training. That's it. Oh, that Curitiba team is so See? killer. You got guys like Vanderlei. You got yeah. Shogun. Well, yeah, yes. But the style was not, was not capable to do this. They only was capable because Glover training him especially to inside low kicks. That's destroyed the defense of Alioto. That because he couldn't win. That's impressive. I'm really happy you said that story. That's something I want everyone to hear, that, that uh, that's why Kyokushin will always beat the other styles. Not to sound biased, but... Yeah, no, no, no. It's not, it's not a bad... Of course, it's not. It's only way... It's only one way is to show Kyokushin has stronger uh, technique especially also uh, strategy. Mm -hmm. That's uh, one the, another point Kyokushin brings to the game. Make you a strategic fighter, a strategic fighter. This is the difference also between Kyokushin, Kyokushin fighters and another fighters, strategy. That's the, 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 only, uh, the, the other part of, uh, of Kyokushin. Yes, like, and we also see that too with Dutch kickboxing, where Dutch kickboxing has like the same elements of Kyokushin. You watch a guy like my favorite Dutch fighter, you perhaps, I think we follow him as a mutual follower, Gegard Musasi. I've mentioned this on the show so many times. And I always say, Gegard is the example of what a mix of Dutch kickboxing, grappling, and Kyokushin is like. Andre, are you are you uh, are you? Do you want me to repeat what I what I was saying? Okay, there we go. So okay. we were having so, yeah, <laughs> technology. But don't worry, we're we're persevering. No, it's not it your fault at problem. all. Yeah, it's problem here because, uh, like I told you, like internet here is coming up and down. Terrible service in it, Pakistan. 
Exactly. So we were saying that, you know, we were talking about how Kyokushin does very well versus other styles of karate. And what I was saying is, yeah, we, yes, we can relate that to Dutch kickboxing. We follow a similar fighter uh, who has that element of good grappling, Dutch kickboxing with Kyokushin. And that's Gegard, the dream catcher, Musashi. I've spoken about this fighter many times on my show. Oh. He's my favorite 185-er. Yes, man. Sure, he's a very, very well-rounded fighter. He's a great fighter. You know? I'm, I really like. In uh, his coming, you know, he trained in the in the small gym, still the same gym as this training before. He didn't uh, like. I uh, went to to big gyms to 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 change and nothing. But he's still very dangerous, man. He's he's, he's uh, great. he is. You know, he's really one good. is definitely when you look at the 185 division, he's up there with Anderson and Vitor as among the best. He's top three. Yeah, top three. Yeah. Yes, it's for sure. But like I said, like uh, my plans now in in uh, San Francisco, if everything is right, you know, this is my dream. And put a great boxing coach together with a great kickboxing coach, and uh, this is my dreams. And I think I can make it on, on that on that place, you know. And I have here with me uh, your Despani is a is a Cuban boxing coach for the national team. He was. He was a fighter, and then he became the coach. And do you imagine how many how many hours of coaching he has on the Olympics and uh, on on the uh, World Championships in Cuba for boxing? And he's an amazing guy, amazing. And he loves, he understands Kyokushin very much because of footwork. I was training with him, and he's uh, he got the he really likes the way I move because I move the Kyokushin way, and say. Becky, I never see this in a karate guy. Kyokushin karate is not shooting karate. Way to move, and and uh, and he was uh, really looking for, you know, have a opportunity to train uh, guys with this base to to boxing and to MMA to make them uh, good strikers or good MMA fighters on, on striking game. And uh, that's what we're looking for. Bring him to there and uh, mix with the Kyokushin coach and uh, kickboxing coach one base on Kyokushin. To get me what I want from the from the like let's say move like Saint Pierre with a little better boxing uh, on uh, on the game. That's uh, what I was looking for. That's really impressive. So it's going to be in San Francisco. You're also building your gym in Pakistan. Now I know you say MMA fighters in a UFC gym, but are you planning to also work with fighters from say One FC or Bellator too, just to expand your resume? Like uh... oh sure, sure, sure. One FC is the like uh, I, I dream to one FC. One FC brought for me the the hope to the Asia MMA again, and I love Asia MMA. You no know, man, my best results was from there. I really love Asia MMA. I hope this uh, got big and Shatri uh, is the is the organiz- uh, the, the, the the manager and, uh, and the and the president of this uh, show. And uh, man, he he doing a great job. Great job. And I had uh, one fighter sign in with 1FC. Now he's going to train in San Francisco. And I hope we'll sign more, uh, more, uh, more guys before we we fight and, and put on the competition. What I'm seeing too is maybe you... Also to strike. Also yes, to strike. that's what I love too. Not just for MMA, but... Yes, they have a kickboxing circuit there. Now this is something too that you would know this... With the small blow. Yes. Really good. Yes. It was a dream of my master. Yeah. So this is something with 1FC that maybe uh, you're aware of, that they're planning to eventually come into America. And I think that would be really good for you, being a uh, head coach and a gym owner. So and when that happens, how do you see the, the options playing out for you, where you're going to have a multitude of fighters come to you and say, Benki, I want to work with you. You know, I want to sign with one. I'm going to fight in the U.S. for one. Like how how do you feel like that? Uh, it's playing uh, into your into your field now with all that's happening. Man, this is uh, I'm excited for. That's because we are planning to make this gym. Uh, we have the support on that gym. We're gonna have the hostel for that for people come stay there. You know, for make camps and they can come all over the world and training there with us. And uh, we have a, a, a team of coaches and a system. I have a, a, a system to train them. Like this is this system I introduced it in a long time ago in America Top Team. That was the success of uh, of American Top Team. This the training system, the way they train in one day this, one day that, one day that, like a schedule, the right professional schedule was the main difference. What was American Top Team and then the the other teams on that time, and that because they become so good on uh, on 2007 and won everything. 
and uh, they still using the same system, you know. Now they my former fighters like Mike Brown, like Dean Thomas, they are they are taking taking care of it there. Mike Brown now is the best MMA coach in the world. I'm very proud of this, you know. He was my former fighter as well, and that that's uh they they always remember my camps and the craziness of my camp to train hard and to have a time to to be there, you know. And I always before. One minute of the time, I'll knock their door to to training. This is the they they got they still got that in their minds, no? And this is the that because today they 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 build a strong team as well. I'm very proud of this. I'm very proud yeah. of this. And now I'm looking for do the same over there in San Francisco. No, but this new team, I they don't have name yet. They they figured out yet. They didn't have the name. They they have some uh, options and. As soon as they, they have, I will, I will let you know the, the new name of the team. It's very close to AKA. It's like a one hour and a half from the, the car from AKA. Uh, it's in San Francisco, AKA and San Jose. They are very close. I'm excited, man. I'm really excited for what you're going to do in San Francisco. So you have to tell me the name of it right away. Also, um, now you have some relationship with uh, Sanford MMA. So, you know, I've spoke, you know, you have, you've worked with guys like Usman, Buscape, Luque. Are you planning to maybe also like keep a good relation with Sanford, like Henry Hooft and uh, his and his team to to, to like who knows? Coach, Coach Henry is a very good friend of mine. He's a great coach, man. Great. Also with the base in Kyokushin, <laughs> he was a former Kyokushin fighter who, who became a kickboxer fighter and then a coach, MMA coach. He's a great coach. You know, he's a good person, great coach. And uh, anything, brother. They, they are brothers. They're, these people you say to this man are uh, my kids. No, I really love them. It's uh, they are, my gym is going to be always open for them anytime. Anywhere. That's awesome. And they are they are very good friends of mine. That is so. Yes. Maybe Buscape come. I don't know. Buscape probably come because I, wherever I go, he comes as well. <laughs> and he's uh, he's in Orlando, but he probably come, probably no. He will come. And you also Luke, have... the other guy, the other kids also are. Yeah, you also. I hope. I hope I brought them there at least for a seminar for they stay a little bit yep. with me. They are good people, very good people. They are amazing yeah. fighters. They became amazing yes, fighters. Yes, you also have the guys like Luke. You know, Luke is another guy that I've been that I'm planning to have on here too. Like uh, we know his um his uh his mother, Kathy, she's super lovely, lovely, yeah, lovely woman, nice lovely family. Like Saint Luke, yes. Have, yes. We sent Luke, man, is the he's a specimen. Yeah, huh? I I think he's a dark he's horse. You know, he is ranking the ranking. He's ranked what, like number twelve, but but I don't think the ranking represents what is on his acumen. Like this guy could easily fight for a title. Yeah. Yes, and uh, he's a very good uh, partner to Kamaru. No, he was the very important for Kamaru and vice versa. No? Today became uh, 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 strong as they became. Like for me, it's like uh, uh, Durinho, him, and uh, three the three guys always together, <clears throat> always mm-hmm. together. It's gonna be hard because all of three are gonna be on top of the food yep. chain, and that's gonna be very I hard. Did. For they fought each other, especially for me, man. I don't want to watch that. Fight. I, yeah, <laughs> it's it, like it, it's it's tough. It's very it's very difficult to me uh, uh, watching that kind. It of is. Fights. It really is. So when it's all said and done, Andre, when uh, your career is done, you know, you're you get as we get older, you know, obviously you retire. What do you want your legacy to be? and mixed martial arts with uh, your faith in, in Islam? What do you want to be remembered for? Because when you pass on, we don't want to say, we know one of, none of us want to say, well, we remember Andre or Andrew for the nice car or couch they had. What do you want people to remember you by <laughs> for your legacy created? Man, I, I want they remember me as a crazy man to hustler all his life to build uh, uh, MMA fighters from the dust, to build the champions and never give up. Like um, my style that I come from, I'm, uh, all, I'm coming all over the world. I'm hustling all over the world, but I'm gonna make champions and whatever I go. This is the I want to be remembered by that. You know, it's like the the old man, crazy man, could never give up and uh, always try to build champions. And That's one time amazing. they call me in Japan, the champions make. Well, after, right after. Yes, was right after a Bigfoot beat uh, Fedor on fight. That's that was one of definitely the biggest fights in MMA history, just for like showing how Fedor was beatable. And I do want to also ask you, you know, this is where like I like to ask uh, all my guests I have. 
I'm going to give you a coach or a fighter, and you have to describe that person in one word and why. Are you ready? So my choice for okay. you is yes, my choice for go. you is, and this was a tough one because you've worked with a lot of people, but it hit me when when you mentioned it in the show, Carlson Gracie. The best. Okay, yeah, I, I had a everyone. Okay, that's a that's a good one. And what makes him the best to you? What was the, that him that really made it? a gift? Like first, first of all, was so many years of MMA. You know, he was the beginning of everything. His his eyes are unbe- unbelievable. You know, his eyes are just unbelievable. Everything he said, man, happens. He knows exactly what he's what he must to say, what he must to push, or what he must to teach to make the guys good. He made the biggest army by himself in the history of that sport in BJJ and MMA. He was the man. For me, just the that's point. amazing. I, I'm Grace really happy you man. mentioned him because he the is greatest. such a pivotal figure. Even though he's passed on, and you know, there's a new era of MMA. We have to keep know the legends, and he's one of them. Like someone we like to name, not just Gracie for a hoist, Hickson, but Carlson sure. as a coach and a mentor and a father figure to a lot of up and comers. Like, yeah, he he need. Yes. I'm very happy you spoke about him today. That's something that yes. I'm glad, yeah. and I'm glad I made that decision to make him my one coach, one fighter, one word. So, Andre, where can people reach you if they ever want to connect with you for advice or they want to train? What social media platforms are you available on if they ever want to chat with you or consult or train? My brother, on Facebook, on Instagram, it's just easy to approach me, Andre Benke. And uh, just approach me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter as well. Is um, Reach me there. I'm going to be very glad to Awesome. Well, once again, you. Andre, I want to thank you for your time all the way in Pakistan, you know, technical issues or not i'm so i'm so happy we got to do this you know and i feel like i learned so much about brazilian mma i love talking to the brazilians like you naka i really hope that uh that like this like you know our conversation can get into the brazilian scene of mma if you have anyone you ever want to recommend to me to talk to by all means fly in my way i'll make sure to promote what you have going and do let me know what what happens in san francisco with the big news like that's something i really want to share so people can really come to you for for training okay my brother i hope so as well it's like very close everything to be done and uh I'm very glad to to the opportunity to talk to you with the fans of uh, kyokushin and mma and uh anytime any anytime you need me my yeah, friend you... just let me know where we are together okay thank you so much and very... no Again, it's I'm all my to get to a legend like you just, and like the show doesn't happen unless I get the guests. And I just feel like I always find a way to connect with my guests either way. And I felt today, like, uh, I don't see you as a guest. You're more of a friend, you know, being a Kyokushin practitioner, loving MMA and spirituality, as I like spirituality too, trying to learn new things. So yeah, man, if you want to come back on again, doors always open and I'd be, it'd be my honor to to have you on again. Have a good one. Okay, my brother. See you next time. Awesome. This is Beyond the Fight bonus episode 28. Yes, I'm getting back into it slowly. And what a day to do it on TGIF, even though it is cloudy outside. Well, big day, everybody. The equipment for my new job came as I'm working from home now. I don't have to work in a supermarket any longer. I'm past that. This is a better opportunity, but I'm thankful nonetheless for everything it taught me to prepare me for this opportunity. And it was a great day just to relax and chill. I don't have any guests, but I'm bringing in a new feature called Fighter Breakdown, where I talk about some of my favorite fighters to watch, whether they're a prospect, a top 15, a top 5, or maybe a top 3, or the champion of each division. And what better way to start off today with uh, the fighter or fighters that got me into MMA to begin with since I got into the sport in 2015 starting with Taekwondo before becoming a Kyokushin practitioner. You guys did not expect that. I did, and I did Taekwondo for about six months before transitioning to karate because of the body type I have where I couldn't really, <laughs> I couldn't really uh, have good flexibility due to my hips. But nonetheless, 
Let's take a look at Anthony Pettis. So, who is Anthony Pettis, you ask? Well, Showtime, as he's nicknamed, was the former lightweight champion in the UFC, but also most notably known for the, from the WEC, which is uh, the acronym for World Extreme Cage Fighting. Taekwondo specialist with lethal quick kicks and uh, had a, one famous kick, which was uh, versus um, another former lightweight champion in uh, Benson Smooth Henderson. The kick's probably been viewed millions of times, and it was the kick that basically closed out WEC before the, a merger happened with the uh, UFC. So during the boom period of MMA, the UFC was not the only promotion in town. Yeah, it was the gold standard, but you had little promotions here, such as WEC, uh, Strike Force, which I will get to in a future episode or two to talk about the, in detail what that promotion offered and how it helped change the landscape for MMA. But WEC had a lot of talent that not many people uh, remember. If you're hardcore, you remember it, but uh, the new fans or the ones that are more casuals will uh, actually be interested to know how uh, and who came out from there. So WEC was was in uh, the west was in the west side of the U.S. and you had notable names such as Anthony Showtime Pettis, who I'm profile who I'm detailing today. Got to be careful using the word profiling. I mean, uh, but uh, yeah, he but 